0: Last off, what's up, not rocket sciencers? It's Maddie Carteropel. So, for today, for Monday, we're going to catch you up on all the not rocket science podcast episodes in a best of video of all the interviews we've done. So, uh, we wanted to catch you all up, and also we need to catch up on releasing on Mondays. So, uh, so yeah, that's what will be in this video. Uh, So stay tuned. Next week we'll have an all-new episode, but in the meantime, uh, sit back, grab some popcorn, uh, put on your space helmet, and enjoy uh, all the episodes of Not Rocket Science podcast we've done this far with a little best of. So uh, sit back and uh, enjoy. All right. Peace.
1: It's It's Not Rocket Science. Not, not rocket science science not rocket science it's not rocket science it's not not, not 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 rocket science it's not
2: rocket science my wife and i have an astrology podcast called something about astrology we do a new episode every weekend and uh, it's just a passion of mine I don't know how else to describe it really I just I'm really into astrology like I am into sports
0: how would one like find out how do you get to that point where you can be like oh the moon is in Virgo sure Um, I might you know, crap in my pants today, or I, I don't know. Yeah, right? Dear
2: God. Yeah, no, you can predict uh, <laughs> pants crapping fairly accurately thanks to astrology.
1: Uh, Learning something new every day, guys. <laughs> right? Actually, yeah. really interesting, this crap pantsing stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to get into that. Does crap pantsing go make sense, or is pa- crapping a pants? <laughs> yeah.
2: But I, there is a day planner for that as to what the planets are doing. And this is the one I use. It's a Llewellyn's Daily Planetary Guide. So it's a day planner. So I can, like, you know, use it as a calendar to track what I'm going to do in my day. But then it also on here shows you what the planets are doing and the exact time that those things are happening for, for every day.
1: I'm not sure what the signs are. Well, it starts with Aries. And Aries, what did Aries look like if I wanted that as a golden necklace?
2: Aries is the ram that's okay. okay. All (laughs) right. Do you want a ram necklace? I want a ram necklace but it starts with Aries and that works all the way around the zodiac Taurus Gemini Cancer Leo Virgo Libra Scorpio Sag Capricorn Aquarius and then it ends with Pisces Pisces is technically the last sign
0: What advice would you give comics that are just starting out that wanted to get into comedy? What would you tell them?
3: I would say tell the joke that you would like to hear I would say talk with the room, not at them. Hug them with your words. Trust you're enough. Don't chase the laugh. Talk and just just get up there and, and try. Don't take comedy classes.
0: Avoid a wild. <laughs> yeah, this is very I I'm, this is like hitting I don't know. This heart. is like, just, this is beautiful. It. I feel it. Beautiful yeah, advice. Right. Honestly, yeah, that you. was yeah. beautiful advice. Just get advice. up on yeah.
3: just get up on stage. I guess you can take comedy classes. Do what you want. Who am I to <laughs> don't listen to any advice?
0: No, no. Yeah, if
3: you want if you want to be a comedian, uh, you got to get on stage.
4: I started when I was only twenty doing flowers on my own. And oh, my wow. first pop up was the Venice Street Fair in '92. <laughs> <laughs> it's so perfect, Whoa. and we just sold so many like dried flowers and homemade potpourri and got into a store. And then you know, and then um, when I was 22, I had a flower cart in Pershing Square. And started working downtown for almost 30 years in different locations. Wow. I was at Hyperion Nursery, where Trader Joe's and Silver Lake is now.
1: That was a very big, famous nursery, right? Oh, yeah,
4: yes. John Scavo started it in 1945. And that's when I got a little stint on the Simpsons. Because my friend oh, just yeah. used to hang out with Matt Groening at Barney's Bainery. And like, Whoa. Yeah, and he's like, he saw me with my flowers in my backpack on my bicycle and was like, we're going to do an episode about you. <laughs> that oh, wow. was like so, so many cool. things have come along during the years. Can you explain that episode? And do they use your name? So there is still Dumbbell Indemnity with me in at least the first half as Mo's girlfriend. That is amazing. Helen Helen Hunt was the voice. Oh my god. Yeah, it's so cool, you'll have to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: just want uh, to find out some things about how to keep flowers and how to uh, uh, basic flowers. Like, So there's a lot of people out there, myself included, let's say I buy a bouquet of flowers. How long, uh, or can you give me some tips on to keep flowers lasting longer? Do it absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. you
4: make sure to add water at least the first three days because when a florist makes an arrangement, you're cutting the stems. They're drinking a lot of water, so the first couple days they're gonna drink up all the water that's in there. So you're gonna wanna you know check the base inside and add water to whatever, whether it's a container or like a you know little oasis or whatever people use you want to make sure to keep water that's basically yeah the most important thing don't put them in a hot spot once they're a lot of people think that they want sun because they're flowers but once they're cut you want to get them out of the sun because you want to keep them cool keep them fresh change the water cut the stems you know if it's if it's feasible right but most of all, so, it's just changing the waters out and keeping them out of the sun.
1: Does the sugar, I, I don't know if it's sugar yeah, or the little packets. Yeah, those are yeah. The,
4: the you know wives' tales. You can okay. do the packets, but that's basically to keep the bacteria out. But if you change that water every day, it's not going to get bacteria in there anyway. So just
0: change the water, fresh water.
4: Yeah, fresh water. And if it's days. in an arrangement that's really hard, like the one that you got the other day, yeah. basically just add water to it because you're not going to want to take the whole arrangement apart to cut right. a stem. But just make sure that whatever containers in there has water. Yeah. So all the stems get to Re- drink.
0: Renee has been doing flowers for my wife and I for, for years. Um, she did our flowers at our wedding. She's yeah, she's incredible. And most recently, the other day, uh, I got my wife Lauren flowers for passing her first exam for acupuncture. For, oh, to that's get, congratulations yes. to her. By yeah, the yeah, way. yeah. To get a credit accreditation to be able to be an acupuncturist. So, um, so yeah, you did an amazing flower arrangement, and I'll put up a photo of it here. But it's just it's so epic, and she was so happy, and her mind was blown. Should should we shall open we? The, yeah, we should it's open it like the the There's a
2: like thank you card. Dear
1: yet. Anthony, I hate your flipping <laughs> guts. <laughs> no, I would never. <laughs> Maddie's my friend. You're not. <laughs> I would not be here if it was Sorry, just did, you. You're to, a <laughs> jerk. Unreal. Jeez, Johnny. No, this is what Whoa. He really wrote. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Congratulations on your success. I wish you all the best. And glad to meet you, sincerely, Johnny. He was not being rude. I was kidding. Okay. Hello. Oh, here we go. Hey
5: are. guys, my name is Zane. H eight. And I am a homeowner.
2: Yes. Hi, Zane. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh Thank you. My question
5: (laughs) is, should I sell my current property before buying a new one?
2: Great question. So there is a low inventory market right now. Those of you who probably have read the news. So that's the current thing going on, right? There's not a lot of properties on the market. There's a lot of demand, even with the interest rates being high. So as long as you price the property well and you stage it well, you clean it up well. This is assuming you want the top dollar for your property. You should sell now. And yeah. Zane,
1: I wanna say, uh, buddy, you need to kinda get your life uh, <laughs> going a little better. You're are only, you're getting a house now at eight. <laughs> <laughs> I, had an house at, I had a house at four, so come on Zane. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. Do you like heating things up in your microwave? Sure, we all do. Microwaves are very convenient, but why are all microwaves rectangular in shape? Wouldn't it be more fun to use a microwave in the shape of a triangle? Introducing the triangle microwave. It's just like a regular microwave, except it's the shape of a triangle. So it's more fun to use the triangle microwave. Will not turn your food into the shape of a triangle. We get asked that question a lot. If you want your food to be in the shape of a triangle, you'll, you'll need to, to cut, cut your, your food, food into a, a triangle. triangle. Try the triangle microwave today and see why
3: people are saying, mmm, smells like triangles." It's gone to the point where, honestly, if I don't love it or really like it. I'm not gonna buy it. Like where before, I was buying like everything. Well, you do have
1: a st- uh, full room and a storage, and we're gonna yes. show the. We'll put up a little picture of his. If that's room. okay.
3: No. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. So that whole room started out my wife when we moved into that apartment. She's like, you know, you can set your Hot Wheels up in your little corner office, you know. And I was like, okay. My corner office was in the corner of the dining room. My dining room shared a wall with the kitchen and my living room. So it just slowly started to spread into the kitchen, (laughs) down the dining room wall, into the living room, and then onto the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) The only place that there wasn't Hot Wheels, I think, in that apartment was in our bathroom and in the bedroom. But in the bedroom, I had my Hot Wheels sneakers on display. So, I mean, then, you know, they were all Hot Wheels. And how does your wife feel about that? uh yeah i think you know there was a lot more limitations when we moved into our new (laughs) apartment you know yeah Uh, yeah yeah that's hilarious supportive yeah Uh, Yeah, honestly she kind of got into it i mean what's
0: kind of like your highlight of people that you've worked with that you've loved working with or that really stuck with you
6: terry gilliam for sure yeah Uh, yeah that's incredible he's been he's been an incredible mentor um Mm -hmm. because uh well, w- w- when I met him, which was the early 2000s for, for his movie uh, Brothers Grimm, I just met Nicola Pecorini, which is Terry Gilliam's uh, cinematographer. And um, so thanks to Nicola, I was introduced to Terry, I could show him my work, and, and we started um, visualizing uh, Brothers Grimm. But uh, just witnessing his creative process, and, and working so close closely to such a incredible mind and
0: and good heart. We're going to get in the booth and see what you think of the voices that we prepared for you, Mike DeLay, and get your opinion. And uh, should we get in the sound booth, guys?
1: Yeah. I'd rather not. Are you ready? No, with the I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <All> right, cool. <laughs> Let's All right. do it.
7: Okay, Zane, you ready? Yes. All right, whenever you're ready, we're rolling.
3: Ha-la-la-la-la! La, la, la.
7: Can you do a, a squirrel voice, like a high-pitched squirrel voice? Sure. Let's hear it. Hey,
5: Mr. Squirrel, I'm from the big nut house. I'm Mr. Squirrel, and I like to eat
0: nuts. All right, I'm Mr. Squirrel, and I'm from the nut house. Is that Southern? <laughs> oh my god! uh <coughs> <coughs> mm. Uh, Mr. Squirrel. Uh-oh. I'm Mr. Squirrel, and I'm from the Nut House.
8: Isn't that nuts?
0: I'm Mr. Squirrel, and I'm from the Nut
1: House. Marty, I hope that was professional.
0: What did you think of our um? Our voices. It was very that good. Did. Yeah, very good. Do you good. think good, we'd get hired? Good variety. Yeah, absolutely. Mister Squirrel.
1: Oh yeah. I got a question for sure, you. Sure. Fastest time you ever put your outfit on? Do you, uh, tie, you guys really yeah, time yourself? We do. Yeah. What's the fastest, fastest you've done? Fastest
9: um, full outfit, boots and all. Boots, everything, all hat. the hat. <laughs> <laughs> so on probation, that's what you're. Th- that's part of your probationary testing. So if you yeah. can't get dressed and like the maximum time is two minutes. That's from a normal like uniform, which is like your your badge shirt. Yeah all the way to your turnouts uh, BA on air, ready to go into a fire situation, you can't go past two minutes. So two minutes is the is you know maximum. If you can do it in two minutes, sure it's passing. But um for me personally, I think I was down around 115, 120. Probably 115, the fastest, one twenty. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, you get good at it. You so practice. So <laughs> are you?
1: So is it literally like you're watching TV in the outfit you're wearing right now, and mm-hmm. then they do the ding, 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 and you got to run down. So, so, the, so yeah, you don't yeah, know when it's gonna happen. Yeah.
9: So we'll do that like uh, with rookies and probationary guys. We'll uh, they'll be in the kitchen doing dishes or doing whatever mundane like station task, and you go, all right, like, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a go drill for them, and then you yeah you page them up. And you, you know, you
1: slowest time you've ever seen. That's a good. <laughs> (laughs) uh (laughs) definitely
9: not passing like 10 minutes i mean slow it not 10 minutes i would say probably into like the threes but also they're all all goofed up like i've seen helmets on backwards i've seen (laughs) you know i've I've seen guys fumble like there's just a lot of fumbling around that you know you you can't do you can't i mean you gotta it's gotta be right but they you know they'll
0: get better you need every button you don't uh...
1: don't think that's what you don't think about for firefighting is the buttons
0: You gotta tuck too, though. You gotta tuck.
1: You gotta tuck your shirt in? Yeah. No, you don't. Do you?
0: I don't know. And (laughs) what are we at? And uh, 48 seconds.
1: (sighs) I could be a fire. Well, I guess they have more equipment, but uh, close enough, (laughs) you know? Close enough.
8: But you know when you were younger and your mom. Or your dad, or just a parental, you know, figure. Um, you would you would have a little boo boo on your hand or something, and they would put their, you know, hand on it or they'd kiss it. That is a form of reiki in. In the very simple sense of really, it's exchanging positive energy. Let's just put it down to that. That's what it is.
0: I love that. Yeah.
8: Right. And so you can do it yourself whenever you need. Like if you just need to calm down, a lot of times I will just put my hand on my heart and I'll take a few deep breaths
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and
8: it'll bring you back to your center, which is really what we're all trying to do here, even though we may not know that that's what we're doing, but we're just trying to bring it back in. And Reiki just kind of. I'm gonna say this. Oh, did oh that's a that's a release.
0: It is. Yes,
8: it is, honey. Whoa, burping. I burp sometimes when I do sessions. Oops, and then maybe a little fart. You know, if you get a little (laughs) fart when you're doing this to people, it's embarrassing. Or I'll try to hold it, but then I'm like, no, you gotta let the energy flow. You have to
1: (laughs) let it too. I thought you were. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, there. I don't know if I. I. I, I uh, you're doing this to I me. Guess, please I rel- uh, Release your, beforehand. Your, do you uh, mind? Do uh, like yeah. he was saying. Do you mind doing like a, a short story that you may
6: have uh, prepared? If you don't, well, maybe you two can help me with this okay. one. So okay. I've been. So yes. I've been trying to do this mind piece about reaching into a bird cage and get, pulling a bird out. <laughs> it's nice. for a a longer piece based on this poem. So I've been working with how to mime that I'm holding a bird cage as opposed to just like a block or a thing. And the what I'm trying to figure out is one, I want to pull the cloth off the top. So that's a thing you do in mime is you do object identification. So if I'm touching a cloth, my arm and my body is like a cloth, you know. Same thing if I'm touching a feather then my whole body's like a feather. Oh. And if I'm touching a rock, my whole body's like a rock. So I've been, had this bird cage, and then I'm like lifting the cloth off of it and sort of doing some smooth kind of lyrical stuff. And then I, now I'm a mime describing what I do while I do it. <laughs> no, that's okay. And I and I reach in and I grab the bird. And the new move that I've been coming up with is to ha- be holding a bird and like show the rhythm of the bird with my hands, mm, so that whoa, I'm not. So it doesn't cool. look like I'm just like strangling it. So, so I've been practicing this, like of like holding it, you know, kind of fluttering in, in it, your hand. Yeah, yeah. with my hands. So that's my new move. Oh, is yeah. my 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 bluebird move. Nice. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, what mimes think about a lot. Is 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 rhythm. It's it's a little more like uh, they use the word composition when you're writing a mime piece because it is more so about the rhythm and what's called the musicality of movement. And in the viewer's brain, it is the same area of the brain that's interpreting music. So it is sort of different than language, which is why mime tends to be separate from language it when you watch mime and that's the first lesson you learn at mime school is you have to sing your piece not sing like and then i open the refrigerator but you have to like you kind of do the sound (laughs) of the movement before you even do it you go on stage and you close your eyes and you're like you know and trying to make it really dynamic so then when you do your piece it's like it's got lyrical parts and then staccato and there's a lot of musical terms in mime too that's yeah.
0: awesome. That's so cool. Thank you for demonstrating that. Yeah. Oh awesome. no problem. I haven't quite um, figured that one out yet, no, but if I'm, cool. I'm gonna no, bust th- it out, no, no, that's uh, <laughs> that's very cool. It, it looked real to me. Like I thought there was a bird in the room. <laughs> Don't worry about you Anthony. I really thought did. there was a bird.
1: Or if I want it uh, to look better, better condition, do I clean these, shine them oh, up?
0: Oh no,
3: no, no. You, you definitely don't want to clean a coin. I try, I can't stress that enough to my viewers because, you know, I actually did a video the other day on YouTube with my uh, local coin shop owner yeah. and he's like freaking out when I asked this question because all my viewers want to know, how do you clean a coin? You don't. Just leave you, it. Yeah. You know, if it's like, if it's got like a bunch of mud on it or something, you know, just spray it off with a water bottle or something. But. When you're when you're rubbing onto a coin, you're just like you're scratching the surface, damaging the surface ah. of the coin. So it completely takes away a ton of value from it, especially if it's a, you know, a rare coin that's worth a lot of money. Yeah, oh, wow. that's
0: that's pretty wild. Can you kind of name off some of your Guinness records that you have? What, what are they?
9: Sure. Um. Most marshmallows caught in your mouth in a minute. And these, a lot of these have been broken since I've done it, but I'll just, okay. I, at one All point, right. held, held these records. Okay. Longest time to balance a guitar on your head. Longest time, or most, <laughs> yes. mo- most toilet paper rolls balanced on your head. <laughs> Longest time to juggle five basketballs. Longest time to juggle five soccer balls. Most- Did you balance- have videos
0: of these? Yeah. Oh, okay.
9: Cool. Yeah, they're playing now, didn't you know?
1: <laughs> they're always playing. Oh yeah, yeah. they're playing.
9: <laughs> most samurai swords juggled. Most, most torches juggled on a balance board. Wow. Three, two,
1: one, go. Maddie, did you stop? Yeah. Did I win?
5: You won. (laughs) Nice. I did a lot of improv back in the day. Nice. Through in Indianapolis, I did my high school's comedy sports team. I did um improv at my college although i started not showing up to the shows because i would rather it was like the same freaking day as like football tailgates and i was like i can either get sloshed or i can chase my dreams at improv and i would i chose sloshed. yeah and then i i
1: I love your terms for things i knew what sloshed (laughs) means by the way
5: and so then i was like well the other option is stand up
0: oh wow so i was
5: like hope this works i just love comedy yeah yeah and then You're I, so funny i loved stand up oh that's i didn't even awesome. do an open mic I, my first time ever on stage oh, was really? at a show
0: whoa
5: a bringer show he goes i don't care what experience you have you bring seven people i'll throw you up i go deal yeah whoa. brought like 20
0: whoa 20 yeah.
1: 20 people
0: that's
7: awesome so,
5: just so everybody knows i have friends i wanted to say that um <laughs> And so then I, I just kind of loved that and I just kept working at it. And then I took a class, a stand up class, and there was a showcase at the Laugh Factory. And this was, I was only like two years in, maybe a year and a half. And I did the showcase at the Laugh Factory and they ended up filming it. And then they posted one of my bits and it went viral. And Whoa. then I started getting booked on all these shows around town and then it kind of caught fire and I got an agency and management and the rest is all, all from the class. I, yeah, I'd say from that clip, I think that's what put me on the yeah. uh, on the people's radars. Are
0: you goofy in real life? Like, oh. are you pretty goofy? I already know yeah. that. Oh, yeah, I sure am. Yeah, there's a goofy curse. There's yeah. a what I call the
10: goofy curse. Anything really stupid that I do, I blame on goofy. That's great. <laughs> and uh, I need that. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to well, blame here, you. Here's an example. <laughs> here's an example. I was... Um, Putting up Christmas lights once, and I was just in sweats and everything, so I'm up there on the ladder, you know, and putting up the lights and everything. <laughs> I stepped back down and I backed up, and my foot hit a, a pipe for the sprinkler system, and I fell backwards into some rose bushes. Oh, <laughs> God. Now, that's goofy enough. Sure. And I could blame that on Goofy, but the first rose bush. Grabbed my sweatpants and yanked them down. And I fell bare-butted into the second rose bush.
1: Oh my it's God. It's like the Three
10: Stooges, you know? What it's the like, heck? that's the goofy curse. And that uh, has plagued me ever that since. That is such a cartoon <laughs> fault. It is. It is
1: so it, cartoon. Like, it really was. How does this, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen unless you play goofy again. What is the most famous uh, haunted house you've ever been in? That's a, always a fun question. Well, or you know, or maybe the yeah, whatever you think. Have you been to the Warren Museum? Any of that fun stuff? I haven't
7: been to the Warren Museum, but yeah. I mean. I was on Ghost Hunters. Yeah, I traveled, yeah. I traveled the world. So I mean, you went everywhere. I went everywhere. I've been in all the big places: you know, Waverly Sanitarium, the Old State oh House in gosh. Connecticut. You know, stuff like that. You know, where King Henry VIII chopped off his ninth wife's head, or whatever it was. You know, yeah. we were in that. We went places like that. It was it was crazy. It was unbelievable. Cool. Dude, I got okay. So we're doing the Old State House in Connecticut. Now, I don't, don't tell anybody this, but don't tell. At a the word. end of the night, <laughs> it's like 3 a.m. We're breaking down. Now this is the place where George Washington was at, where he negotiated with the French to get the extra troops to win the Revolutionary War. Well, all that furniture's still there, and the only reason it's still there is that when the Americans occupied that area, that was their offices. And when the British occupied it, that was their offices. So it was one of the only buildings that didn't burn down. So all that original furniture was there. At the middle of the night when no one was looking, I stepped across that velvet rope and I sat in that chair that George Washington sat at, at the table where he negotiated to give us all of this amazingness that we live in today. And just to sit there and put your hand and just feel that energy of the importance of all that stuff that happened back then to allow all of us to be privileged in... You know, sit here and talk about ghosts and not have to worry about a bullet coming through a window or something. Yeah. You
1: know, that kind of stuff is. You weren't drinking a glass of wine in that chair. I red wanted, wine. I you wanted wanna, to, that's but. That's something you don't want to You don't want to stain a chair like no, that. Yeah, exactly. I promise you that. That's an important
7: chair. I mean, I probably would have got fired at the time had they known, but that, oh, now I know. Because it was late at night, 3 a.m. Yeah, we're cleaning stuff up and no one was looking, so I took advantage of that. I mean,
0: so let's check in with Greg real quick and see what he's up to.
10: Wow. Hi, guys. I'm here to build something. And that something is a birdhouse. Let's get quack and quack, quack. Wow, I'm going to open the box and start building. Do not put wood in your mouth. What do they think I am, a termite? Wow, seven wood birdhouse parts, nails. Perch, chain, hooks, glue, tube, four paint pots, paint, brush, hammer required. So identify and sort out all parts. Ask an adult for help. Wow, this is gonna be a little bit more trickier than I thought. Wow, I don't need directions, okay? I'm a plant, all right? These are the walls to the house, okay? I do not think a seagull will fit in here. We are going to start hammering it together. It's starting to look more and more like a birdcage or a birdhouse. Okay, so we're gonna hammer the other wall on. Ready? At home. Everyone watching, you don't wanna hit your finger because, wow, you need your finger. Hey Siri, how do you build a birdhouse? It's not, you know, rocket scientist. I can figure this out. Okay, so we're gonna complete it. Now, that we've got the birdhouse. We are going to paint it. I'm painting the birdhouse blue. Leonardo da Vinci at work. We'll do the inside red, okay? The floor, a red floor. And it's looking more and more like a beautiful birdhouse. I mean, wow, I mean, if I was a bird, I'd buy it. I think it's beautiful. I think I'm done. Wow, what do you think? Wow, quack, quack.
1: Man. Wow.
5: Wow, that that's yeah. really cool. Wow, Greg. That, wow, that, wow.
0: Congratulations, yeah. you that, got.
5: That's really that's, yeah. That's you really get
0: a Wow Award for the day because that yeah. was very impressive. Wow, thanks.
10: And I'm just so proud of myself. It breaks my heart. And well, I just want you to know when I go back to being a plant, remember to water me, okay? Wow.
1: <sighs> Zane, was that kid approved? Kind of Kind of okay fair <laughs> enough <laughs> It's not rocket science not, not rocket science, science. <laughs> not rocket science It's not rocket science It's not 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 not, 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 not Rocket science It's not rocket science.